Hello and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Megan Sunday. And I'm Bo North. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter. And this week, we are back to talk chapters 11 and 12 of Dune Messiah, just as soon as we deny the jewels of prosperity with our loins. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to need to diagram that sentence. <laughs> There's so much. There's a lot yeah. this week about loins. There really is. And I'm I'm here to say, I'm going to be the first to say it, I actually really enjoyed these two chapters mm-hmm. because there's so much going on. Oh, there's stuff so is much, happening. Like, yeah, like the pacing of Dune, you know, in parts was so, so slow. And then it was like really, really fast. And I feel like Dune Messiah, just like right out of the gate, we've been just plot, 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 plot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like nonstop, and I'm enjoying that aspect of it, but also I just really enjoy how quickly, like, <laughs> I think I like it because I know how this book ends. So it's like I had forgotten, like, watching this sort of thing, like, watching this trajectory, you know, as it yeah. hurdles towards this end. Um, so even though there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, in these two chapters, that I did really enjoy reading them. And it, everything is just, yeah, things are just happening. And I think mm-hmm. you really get more of a feeling in this book for how out of control a lot of the characters really do feel. They're just like, mm-hmm. this is all happening. And oh, surprise, there isn't actually anything you can do about it. Like, right. well, damn. As we see yeah. in this this chapter, because Paul has had to come to do something that I can't imagine is easy for him. Because he's realized no. that there's things he cannot stop. Yeah, there's things he can't control. There's things he can't stop. You know, he might be the most powerful man in the universe, but he can't save this one person that he wants mm-hmm. to save. Uh, that's always the way. That is yeah. what always happens in these circumstances. So we start out, uh, the Reverend Mother gets out of, mm-hmm. she gets sprung from the joint. <laughs> yeah. Uh a momentary and, reprieve. And she's... I, I enjoy that she's annoyed at how she's dirty. Because <laughs> I'd be the same <laughs> way. I'd be like, uh, my dress is wrinkled. My shoes Absolutely. are stained. And I hate this. You're a jerk. Mm-hmm. She was trying to read the cards and get some some answers, but it was all clouded. She realizes that Paul really does want something from her because they have to walk from the cells to the keep and it's so long <laughs> and it so is, huge yeah. and there's just people like staring at her from rooms yeah it's like and i guess this is all underground from the way she makes it sound um just all these like uh you know she was saying like you, you could put like so many cities inside this keep mm-hmm. And the doors are 80 meters high when she finally gets to the throne room. And that's, yeah, I, mean, I what love is that, that for? detail. <laughs> yeah, in case you want to let a ship in, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I guess later if you're a giant worm and you need to get places. <laughs> Pardon me. Just yeah, worming it's around. Good, that's just good foresight. <laughs> good planning on the, the part of those builders. <laughs> oh my god, every time he comes by, it's just like, oh no. What do I hear? I hear something coming. Oh, God. Um, 
<laughs> just That's sl- sliding around the floors with um, no face. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed the detail that there is like a sort of a an elevator a transportation system within the keep that's like runs on like it's like pneumatic tubes and i just laugh because i was thinking about futurama <laughs> like everyone <laughs> just zipping around in pneumatic tubes <laughs> like that was such well, a like s- silly detail i wasn't sure if that was for people or just the fact that it was for like messages so that he could have sent any kind of message he needed like the point is is that they didn't have to do all this walking. I mean, I got um, the impression that it was for people and that she was like, oh, he's making me walk because he wants me to feel cowed mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, there's so... I just love that there's so many people just, like, poking out of rooms and being like, mm. <laughs> What's going on uh, here? <laughs> she So she thinks a lot about how Paul has denied them his genetics... Mm-hmm. And it's gross. Uh, she talks more. She thinks more about the Fremen and their wild genes. And this is. She says she was touched by a feeling of loss. That stubborn fool of an Atreides. How could he deny the jewels of posterity within his loins? <laughs> oh, gross. that's really something. <laughs> and it's going to get grosser. Say. This jewels. Yeah. Uh, every time she thinks about Alia, she's like, also the abomination of a sister. Also his abomination yeah. of a sister. <laughs> so they go into the throne room where Paul is oh sitting on a God. throne. This cut throne. from a single emerald. <laughs> and it's oh! like enormous. It's like huger than huge. And it's just like, where did you find this emerald, first of all? Well, you see, I get Second ads sometimes all, on, like, Instagram that'll be, you know, for furniture that's cut from, like, rose quartz. And it's, yeah, like, only $50,000. So I'm like, oh. Oh, do you me mean the, that. Meat, the meat they, table? It does look like, it does look like meat. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I've gotten ads for, like, other stuff where it's like, oh, you could get this, you know, amethyst footstool. I'm like, oh, I don't have that kind of money to be that person. No. Uh, but Paul does, and he has got his giant emerald throne, which I believe the emperor has in the previous book because I think he brought it with him. <laughs> he travels. He had with the it. Cr- no, he had a crystal he, no, he had a crystal. Throne. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Also cut from a single, and Paul went up up market. Yeah. Well, I mean, green is one of the Atreides colors, mm-hmm. and like I, I actually really like that the Reverend Mother recognizes it as both like a it's a color of life and new life and b it's in for the fremen it's a color of mourning and death so it's like Mm -hmm. he is one you know he is life and death her life is in his hands his her death is in his hands it's like a nice little moment ollie is there hate is there Mm -hmm. and still yeah and there's some other various Fremen are there and some mm-hmm. guards and whatnot. <laughs> Aides and attendants stood around the emperor in a curiously ordered sequence. Attentive household guardsmen along the draped back wall. That abomination, Alia. <laughs> 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 and so basically they, they have like a little, little, you know, back and forth. And then Alia is just like, we should take her back there. Mm-hmm. And... 
what I do, what I like very much here is at one point, uh, Paul says that Stilgar wants her sent away. And she says, oh, he doesn't want to kill me. I would have expected, you know, a Fremen to do something Mm -hmm. more than that. And Stilgar says, often I must speak otherwise than I think. That is called diplomacy. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Stilgar. You're the man. Amazing. I need to cross stitch (laughs) that for my wall. Every time I'm in a Zoom meeting, I'll just look up at it like, oh, yes. Thank you, Stilgar. Yeah. I needed that. What would Stilgar do? Right. He's very wise. Uh, so she's just sort of like, I don't want to be part of any of this, which I kind of enjoy. She's just like, well, you just tell me what's going on. Like, I don't like all this mm-hmm. know, showmanship. And yeah. Ollie is here looking at me. And I don't like it. <laughs> She does not. And he calls her old woman. Rude. Rude. It it's is. just rude. I don't care. It's rude. But she also remembers that he called her that when he was young. So she thinks that he's just trying to be like, I've known you a long time. I know all your tricks. Hmm. So they go back to his private chamber. So it's just him and Stilgar and Alia and Hate and the Reverend Mother. Yeah. Uh, sounds, sounds like a nice cool. little space. I know. Yeah. There's like it's nice velvet water. cushions and and so this is the point where Paul is just like, all right, here's what the deal is. He has learned that he knows that Chani is going to die, mm-hmm. and he wants. He's trying to bargain with her for Chani's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and his. <laughs> His bargain that he wants to make is that they can have his seed. We're going to hear the word <laughs> seed a lot. A lot. So brace yourself. They basically, he will give them a little specimen cup of his seed and <laughs> he will banish a Rulin and they can use whatever artificial means they deem appropriate to get a Rulin pregnant but that child will not be the heir, Mm-mm. and they will just have this child for their, like, eugenics program, basically. For their for the... breeding, yeah. And so she's appalled because, one, they're not all about uh, reproductive technologies. Yeah, no, it's, like, they need, uh... she says something about, like, you're not gonna, you couldn't capture the Atreides essence that way. It's <laughs> like... Mm. Yeah, it's because she says, you know, one aimed to catch, she says, for the sisterhood, mating mating mingled more than sperm and ovum, one aimed to capture the psyche. Mm -hmm. But, and it's also apparently like a big thing with what with like technology, because it does also Mm -hmm. sound like not only would the Bene Gesserit be appalled by this, but so would like the general populace. Right. Um, So... Like they would lose, they would lose standing and reputation if people were to find out that they did this. I'm gonna point out that regardless of what is happening, you know, whatever you want to say about the psyche, if Paul had sex with Arulan to get her pregnant, it would basically mm-hmm. be reproductive technology. Yeah, I don't even think he'd look he's... her in the eye. No, he's so not invested in in anything to do with Irulan. He can't stand her, so why? Uh, yeah. 
it would basic i mean let's i mean honestly it would be that scene from midsummer like oh, it would god i'm yeah. serious though it would be on that level of just this is solely oh, I, like yeah you know i'm totally no one agreeing here with you wants to be here or possibly is consenting to be here and mm-hmm. this is happening um and they'd also probably want to be around I don't know if the Betty Jesuit are into that, but they might just be like, you know what? We're just crossing all the T's. Right. <laughs> you know, Renaissance nobility style. Uh, sure. But it's this idea. I mean, I get that if this is a, a place without technology, and I know that this is something that a lot of religions presently have lots of issue with. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who had use of reproductive technologies, uh, fuck that. Uh, yeah, it's not that different. It's still, right. you know, column A, it's, column B, slot A, slot B. Uh, it's still but, your child at the end exactly. of the day. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, this is, I, I could see it honestly more from their level of, well, but we want that child to be on the throne. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that she's part. She's kind of like. Uh, she's sort of weighing the options and for some reason it offends so it offends me less when i believe because i think earlier on that's brought up and he knows that chani wouldn't do anything like that they're like mm-hmm. the fremen are against reproductive technologies so like yeah she wouldn't you know there'd be no way where you know chani couldn't be like talked into ivf or something if they had that and mm-hmm. somehow that's like less offensive because that is sort of you know, presented as a cultural, like, religious belief, mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, even if I don't necessarily agree with that, I can respect it. But just this whole right. BS about, like, oh, we mingle the psyche. It's like, no, he'd just throw her over the back of a sofa and, like, stare into the middle distance. It would be, like, it would be, like, you know, Handmaid's Tale. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, ew. like, <laughs> don't talk to me about the psyche when you're saying that you want Paul and Arulin to have sex because, like, it would be the most <laughs> awkward and horrible, like, thing in the universe. And there's no, yeah. no. But also, I just enjoy that he's just like, I'll go in the back right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you agree to this, I'll just going to step into this other antechamber. <laughs> and I'm just going to do it. And I'll just bring it out to you. In probably, like, some kind of crystal vase. (laughs) The way they do things on Arrakis. Right. I could just see her, like, holding this little cup, like, great. (laughs) What am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) She's, like, giving it to a ruling. She's like, you have to carry this. And Rulin's like, why? What is it? Oh, my God. (laughs) So she's just, like, I like that she's looking around trying to come up with any kind of other option. She's like, but shit. Um, What about... And then she's like, you're not the only Atreides. And is, like, sort of looking at Alia and Paul's like, do not finish that sentence. Do not say (laughs) what you are thinking because I will have to kill you right now in your... where you sit. I also like that you know, so they she asks hate. She's like, "Look, act like a mentat right now and weigh mm-hmm. weigh this bargain." Yeah, and he's just sort of like, you know, you have to think about. And also, 
I don't think Paul, I want to believe Paul isn't the kind of person who could just be like, well, I have a biological child out there. Who cares? Even if it was a Rulins, I don't know. I, I don't think that he, I, I want to believe that he wouldn't just be like, I don't care about that kid. I only like these other kids. I don't know. Yeah. I want to believe. But so hate's kind of just being hate about the whole thing. And yeah, we, we like, forgot to mention too that the Reverend Mother is very, she finds herself like very unsettled by hate. Wouldn't you? He's just standing there with his silver eyeballs <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> well, she says like, I don't know why it unsettles me because he's like a tool for our conspiracy, but there's just something about him that gives her the creeps. And I, yeah, I guess I could see that. I'm just saying, like, imagine that you've been imprisoned yeah, and you just have been like reading tarot for three days or whatever. <laughs> and then you finally get out, you have to walk a really long way. And then when you finally get to have this meeting, like Jason Momoa is standing there staring at you with like steel eyeballs. Like you'd be a little unsettled, yeah. I think. And the fact that he seems to find this whole thing like kind of amusing also unsettles her. Yeah, and so she, there is kind of a great moment where she and Alia, like, kind of meet eyes and are just sort of, like, doing a reverend mother kind of, hmm, thing <laughs> at each other. Yeah. Which I sort of appreciate because she has to admit, you know, she is a reverend mother. Every She's yeah. an abomination, but she is a reverend mother, so. Yeah. Uh, Whatever else do... she is, she's still that. The goal, so, so, hate is just, like, so, I'm a Gola, and, you know, the Shalaxu made me, so I gotta wonder why the Bene Gesserit don't, don't do that kind of thing, too. Like, if you're so into genetics and all this stuff, like, why mm -hmm. haven't you just made something? And she, and all of her personalities inside her go, like, ooh. Uh, I do like that they think that the next step from, uh, the next step up from uh, artificial insemination is creating mutants in a lab. <laughs> They're like, the levels that we're at are like fertility drugs, uh, an IUI, <laughs> mutant. <laughs> like boys she from Brazil. That, like, what are we doing kind up of here? Tempted by the idea, though. Well, I mean, I guess if your whole concept is, you know, control and breeding i mean they be, mm -hmm. people make new roses and stuff like yeah that's true mul multi poo dogs <laughs> yeah so uh, they're just like wait did he make him think about this like is it some kind of oh i was made in a lab so you could have a baby from a lab <laughs> and then they're just like uh Nah, I guess not. I think this is what she tries to be like, hey, you could have a baby with your sister. And Paul's like, nope, moving on. <laughs> nope. Like, we are gonna keep moving. There's a I brief that... mention of Fade, because she says, you know, that would have been oh, perfect. Yeah. But he's dead, because Paul killed him. <laughs> uh, he said, I, and she calls him the flawless, oh, flawless exemplar of all that's holy. Which I like that little sass for Paul. He needs yeah. it. Yeah. He, she's like, well, what, what does a ruin say about this? And he says, well, a ruin will do whatever you tell her. And she's like, and ah, she's that's... like, she's like, yeah, that's fair. 
<laughs> Which kind of made me laugh because it's like, oh, Rulin. Because he's like, oh, you, so you, she's like, oh, so you would just use Rulin. He's like, uh, isn't that what she is here for? Like, and she's like, oh, he's, <laughs> he means like, isn't that what you do? Like, isn't that what you trained her to do? Yeah. Uh, she says that, you know, he, she, he will put Shani's child on the throne. She says, you know, but Shani is, is barren, so it doesn't matter. And he's mm-hmm. just like, well, actually. <laughs> Guess what? There's a bun in that oven. I hate that expression. I really do. It's not a bun. It's a child. I do like that she's just like, well, obviously she can't have a baby because (laughs) she can't have babies. And he's like, well, surprise. Yeah, she she kind of almost told on herself there. Mm hmm. Yeah. Because why would you know that? Yeah. I mean, because I think that it's she's able to play it off a little because obviously this is something as they've talked about before that you know people have noticed that she hasn't had any children because obviously you know she's the emperor's concubine everyone's noticed that there are no heirs whatsoever but yeah just her being like but she's barren instead of just but Chani doesn't have any kids yeah it's just like (laughs) "Mm." rude she's because she flat out is like you're lying like she can't have kids because we've been, <laughs> we've been poisoning her for years. Uh. What <laughs> shit? <laughs> yeah, and Stilgar gets kind of like he gets protective uncle over that. Mm-hmm. He's just like, let me at her. So he keeps like popping in with stuff, and then Ollie is just like, can't stop looking at this guy. <laughs> so he just keeps talking, and I don't like it. But also, I wish he'd just keep talking. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He's so I like him so much. I actually hate him, but I like him so much. So much. Oh, it's so cute. But she also, like, Paul is also just like, look, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I do know that we're going to have this baby in the desert. Yeah. And Alia is just like that is a bad idea. I could tell it's a bad idea. Why is Paul going to do this? Because he knows it's a bad idea. You know, Stilgar, of course, um, is all about it because that's his way. But Ollie's like, if I know it's a bad idea, Paul has to know. And I think that is a big, a big failing of this is that that happens a lot, which is that Ollie goes, well, this is a bad idea. But if I know it, Paul must know it. And he doesn't always. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Uh, and I mean, Stilgar's very in favor of of Chani oh, having oh, a baby I mean. in the desert, but Alia just she just knows it's not gonna. Well, it's I mean, not gonna I be good. Wanna, I wouldn't want to no. have a baby in the desert. I'm just gonna put it out there right now. Like, no, thank you. I will definitely pass on that. It's it's not my world. No, no, I I would not be comfortable. You're supposed to have like you know a comfortable environment. Uh, you're supposed to make playlists and stuff, but in my experience, that didn't work. But hey, you know, to each their own. Uh, but yeah, so at this point, she is just like, are the Talaxi, she asks hate flat out. She's like, all right, Mentat, are the Talaxi going to also come up with some kind of plan or idea or something to do? And he's just sort of like, I don't know. 
Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> Thanks, hate. <laughs> so then helpful. Paul like wanders out to look out the window. Um and she realizes that Paul like walks to the side and Alia looks at him and he's crying. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, uh oh. Yeah. This isn't good she at t- all. She tells Paul, like, don't mourn for people before they're dead. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. what is what does what is this before you speak of? Ugh. Uh, Paul, get it together. Oh, Paul. Yeah. Polly's like, I have I'm sick of touching people's tears this week. Can everyone <laughs> knock it off with the tears? Yeah. That I'm touching and all. Like it's very sweet and meaningful, but can you stop? Oh, I just realized uh, that we didn't read the epigraph. <laughs> We're professional, professional people podcasting. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it is, so I'll just read it. It It's from Mwadib's Travail from the Stilgar Commentary. Uh, okay. The Stilgar Commentary sounds mm. like a really bad sci-fi movie that you would find <laughs> on like Hulu. It does. Or like on Tubi. <laughs> Yeah. It's on Tubi, and <laughs> it's, it's a Quibi called... series. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting ads for that one about the woman with like she's an Uber driver and the guy is crazy. Mm. And all I could think, I'm sure he's lovely, but all I could think seeing the ads was like, well, don't let what Dean DeHaan into your your Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that guy comes up to the door, you say no, you're the Green Goblin, and I'm leaving. <laughs> Right. Like, oh, just drive it away. I saw a cure for wellness. Like, we're going. I did not see that. It's something. There's eels. Uh, so it's, well, this quote is you. just, you do not beg the sun for mercy. Okay. okay. But you don't. Yeah, no. I mean, if you did, I would have been... If you could, I would have been doing that when we were at the beach a couple of weeks ago, and I got horribly sunburned, so... The sun has no mercy. The uh, next epigraph for the next chapter is also very... the hate. It's from The Hate Chronicle, which is also Did you a want to read that one, series. or did you want me to read yeah, it? Yeah, I'll read that one, too. Oh, it's so long. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll read it. All right. From the Book of Diatribe. That's just my journal. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's my diary. It's like, okay, so like every day, my every day. I'm changing my Twitter handle to that. Uh, <laughs> Book of Diatribes from the Hate Chronicle. <sighs> hmm. This is all a quote, by the way. Yeah. I've, I've had a belly full of the god and priest business. You think I don't see my own mythos? Consult your data once more, hate. I've insinuated my rights into the most elementary human acts. The people eat in the name of Muad'Dib. They make love in my name, are born in my name, cross the street in my name. A roof beam cannot be raised in the lowliest hovel of, of far Gangrishi without invoking the blessing of Muad'Dib. So that's, I guess, Paul having a hissy. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had enough to fill a whole book, apparently. Why do I... Why do I feel like some place called Gangrishi having hovels is sort of racist? 
I just yeah, have this feeling. Yeah. Like, saying that, I was like, yeah. I don't like saying this. Yeah. I feel like it's either a real place and then shouldn't be used in that way, or it was made up in a kind of, like, doesn't that sound exotic? They live in hovels. <laughs> Frank. Well, I have to say, I don't, honestly, I swear to God, this <laughs> that epigraph is ridiculous. Um, Book of diatribes. I've, I've insinuated my rights into the most elementary human acts. So I guess, you know. I'm They're gonna, doing it. They're doing it in the name of Muad'Dib. I'm going to have this donut in the name of Muad'Dib. Whoa. Whoa. Was that thunder? It was. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Muad'Dib is displeased. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> We've done it now. <laughs> oh, I knew this was going to happen. I knew some one of these days. <laughs> it was going to bounce back to us. <laughs> Thank God we didn't start that Zeus podcast. <laughs> oh. He would just show up and try to have sex with us. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, ladies, I don't like Zeus. the way you've been talking about me. The only way we're going to get around this is I'm going to have to have sex with you. I'm like, no. <laughs> and then you're going to have some weird animal baby. That's a <laughs> quick, quick t- dip into Greek mythology. Even as a kid, yeah, I was always please. just sort of like, wait, he was, uh, what happened? <laughs> I think I tried to believe reading like my Dulier's book of Greek myths that if he turned into a bull, he just like, carried you away on his back and then turned into a humanoid figure and had sex with mm. you. <laughs> but I it don't turns know. turns out. <laughs> I've seen that painting so of much. Lita and the swan and uh, oh, yeah. Oh my god. I cannot believe. Okay. Sorry. I have to get off topic. So that painting exists? A. The, the painting that exists and B. In season one of Hannibal it is displayed on Hannibal's wall. In his of dining room, is. the actual dining like, <laughs> uncensored painting, and I'm like constantly thinking, like, how did they get? How did the censors miss that? <laughs> it is. They were too busy with everything else. That's true. That's true. That show it did is get funny. a lot for the censors to do. There was. Uh, just in terms of like, I think sometimes people don't see the forest for the trees. Uh, mm. there was a thing that I saw briefly when The Witcher first came out, the show, mm-hmm. where yeah. one of the press photos that was released that people were using in like reviews was with an orgy in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so people were just posting this picture and it was like, oh, it's Henry Cavill. And then there, someone was like, are those people in the background all having so oh boy <laughs> like uh we will now be blurring this or submitting this other photo because it was like people were like wait isn't that that scene with Thor oh boy because no one looked at the bath they all just looked at Henry Cavill and then they were like what are those people doing about that oh oh that's what they're doing. <laughs> it's like the got plates it, it, in it. the birdcage <laughs> what are they doing yes. they're playing leapfrog right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that movie's so good. Um, oh. anyway. So, this, Paul is not actually even in this chapter. I enjoy this chapter because it's just, it's just Sightail, like, uh, calling Edric an idiot <laughs> the whole time. Oh my god, entirely. 
And Edgar just keeps being like, well, what are you talking about? No, but what are you talking about? (laughs) Wait, I'm going to do my Edric. I'm going to do my Edric voice here for you. Okay. Okay. You risk too much leaving your post and coming to see me here at this time. (laughs) I really enjoy how it's narrated in the audiobook. It's very strange. (laughs) This guy's little lizard hands out. Like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> just like that giant salamander picture someone put on Twitter. Just like you're just holding hands with <laughs> that trick. Boop, 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 boop. Um, uh, yeah, so like Saito's basically like, look, we gotta get moving <laughs> on yeah. this stuff. He's starting you know, to figure not... out that this book is moving a lot faster than <laughs> than the last one too. Uh, he's also very concerned with Alia because he's like, this is sort of this unknown quantity. We don't know what she's capable of seeing. Like you told me that he couldn't see us because of you being around, but mm-hmm. we don't know what she's doing. We don't actually know if that's true. Uh, it's kind of feeling like things are coming down around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that it says it was early in the day and Edric's metabolism had not yet cycled from night repose into full melange consumption. So it's like, you know, he's, he's just, he's tired. Yeah. He's a sleepy boy. Um, mm-hmm. Which I wouldn't enjoy it if somebody came like barging into my room and just being like, get working. Like, no. Yeah. No. Before I've had my morning drugs. Yeah. No, thank you. I also like that. He's just, he has no, like Edric's just like, I can't believe that you would come here and you know risk being caught and Saitail's like will you, will you look at me do you think <laughs> this is how I looked five minutes ago who are you talking to because mm-hmm. uh, at this point I don't think we're supposed to not entirely know that he's going around disguised as the Fremen girl that died but I mean it's obvious right. but I think he thinks that well you shouldn't have come here because you, you'll risk your disguise and and Saitail's just like do, do I look like a Fremen lady to you right now like, this isn't <laughs> how I look. He says he's he's hulking. Mm, and mm-hmm. Saitel's just like, you know, this isn't even the way I looked, like, when I was walking here in the street. Like, don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Uh, and then Edric's just like, well, he thinks that changing his shape will hide him from all things. You know, wondering if, you know, Ollie will be able to figure it out, what's going on. Uh, yeah, so like, yeah of... move it along. Yeah, there's like a lot like, of wondering gotta... about Alia and her yeah. and her abilities. Says the Emperor is trying to split us. He's made his bid to the Betty Jesuit. Uh Edric's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, that's he's no one's gonna do that. Like they're not gonna agree to that. And Yes, Saitel's just like, well, you have to convince the Gola to do stuff, and he's like, We didn't make him. Like, you're the one that right. made him. Like, you make him do it. And it's like, we made him to your specifications. And he's just like, you know, once he, once we gave him, we can't do anything now. Like, we don't have, we can't do that. Like, this is the way he's done. Uh, and Sigil's just like, do you hide us from the Sybil or don't you? He's like, uh... I'm not going to answer you. I'm just going to go in big circles. (laughs) Right. Uh, This is when he he threshes his limbs like some weird newt, which I enjoy. He's just like, wah! 
shaking his little uh so okay <laughs> now i'm so much more confused about what the hell edric looks like <laughs> because i, I forgot this part because uh oddly the steersman recoiled in agitation threshing his limbs like some weird newt Sightail thought a f- sense of loathing at the sight the guild navigator wore his usual dark leotard bulging at the belt with various containers which i assume just all hold spice <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, same. Yet he gave the impression of nakedness when he moved. It was the swimming, reaching moment. Saitel decided, and it's just like, what the hell is happening in this like container? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> just like a lizard in a singlet. <laughs> <laughs> so Abe Sapien kind. Yeah, because he's he's clad. Yeah, he's not just hanging it out all over. Yeah. Uh, although no one would mind. They'd be like, whatever, Abe, live your life, but he's a so, gentleman. Like, so, whole thing is, like, he wants the Gola to do his thing before Alia can be married off. Because apparently that's some kind of looming deadline. I don't know. Like, the whole thing is, like, well, there's two of them and one's just as dangerous as the other. Sightail's kind of into Alia. Yeah, he he's kind like, of is like she's, she's really so beautiful. Cool. Culture, you know what they say about her? Like she's this patron of philosophy and art, culture and beauty. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. You know, she might get yeah. married because she's so young and beautiful and pretty. And Edric's just like, why do you keep talking about her? And he's like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I just think she's cool. Yeah. Don't he's worry about it. Mrs. Alia Sightail in his notebook. <laughs> just like little pictures of her like yay <laughs> uh so he's just like look we can't do you know he's just Etrick's basically just like look everything's in motion it's too late for them to change anything um yeah. but Sightail isn't convinced he you know he's basically like up until the moment everything is gonna click into place there's a chance for this all to go to hell mm-hmm. so we need to get working at this um and he starts talking about sand. He says, yeah. sand blowing in the night, that is creation. And so when you first, when you awaken, the first light shows you the new world, all fresh and ready for your tracks. And Edric's just like, untracked sand? Creation? <laughs> what? You talk like a Fremen. And so I was like, well, <laughs> it is a Fremen thought, but it's cool. Like, it's a cool thought. They're cool. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's just like, yeah, he starts talking about this whole thing about, like, tracks in the sand and this and that. And they're just like, Edric's <laughs> like, I have no idea why you're talking this way. And I, frankly, <laughs> don't like it. Yeah. They're both thinking that the other one is the dumbest one in the conspiracy. And yeah, because he says, you know, the Edric thinks that, you know, he says the jihad is finite. You know, it's it's done. And Saitel mm-hmm. says, well, he didn't use it. The jihad used him. He would have stopped it if he could. And Edric's of the opinion that all Paul would have had to do is just, you know, wave his hand and say, stop doing that. And Saitel, you know, points out that's not the way that works. So no, you can't stop a all. mental epidemic. Like, you know, there's nothing to do. Then mm-hmm. Edric just sort of spins in his gas. Um, <laughs> turn around. <laughs> uh, and... They're both just sort of glaring at each other, and Saitil's just like, we're all yeah. contaminated. It's like, okay. 
Yeah. He is kicking his little webbed feet. I'm picturing, like, Lizard Bill from Alice in Wonderland now. Yeah, and... a little bit. <laughs> and Edric's just like, religions, we've dealt with religions. And so I tell us, like, this isn't just religion. Right. It's religious government. And that's something else, which is true. It's true. It's very true. He says, Maudie has crowded his cuisarette in everywhere. That's, who says it everywhere? Okay. Uh, <laughs> displaced the old functions of government, but he has no permanent civil service, no interlocking embassies. Uh, and it's like, okay. You know, and he says he has uh, bishoprics. It's a word that I've never had to say out loud in my life, so that's fun. No. Uh, islands of authority. At the center of each island is a man. Men learn how to gain and hold personal power. Men are jealous. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know, hence, like, the Holy Roman Empire. Like, at a certain point, you have to stop, mm -hmm. you know, you <laughs> Little democracy isn't the worst. Yeah. Uh, he says, you know, we have to cut off the head. Edric says, well, you know, cut off the head and the body will fall. And he says, well, the body has two heads. It's like, stop talking about the sister. <laughs> He's like, oh, don't she... worry about it. We got it. We will kill her, too. He says, what if she does wed? Will that shake our plans? It will shake the universe. I would wager it, it doesn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not. Not really. Uh, but, I mean, she ten also doesn't marry someone that, you know, it's not the same thing that they're thinking of. Right. He says, they're not unique. He says, I have powers. He goes, you're an infant. You toddle where they stride. They are not unique. <laughs> it's so juvenile, this whole conversation. Oh, my is God, so yeah. juvenile and snipey and it, i honestly i love and it. i like, like it, it because was... i feel like in dune there was just everyone was always very lofty and correct yeah you know and these this is what happens when a conspiracy is it's he's talking about oh you know men men are jealous men know how to gain and hold personal power it's like yeah well it sounds like this you know <laughs> guildsman and <laughs> a uh right face dancer aren't doing too well either <laughs> right uh so he says look we made a quiz of chatterack once so it's you can't basically he's like you can't threaten that without becoming it right and he knows Maudim knows that we would come for chani Mm. And we have to do something because he's already putting stuff in, in place to protect her. And that yeah. will ruin everything. Oh, so. sorry. Oh, tornado watch. Lovely. Oh, goodness. Don't need that in my <laughs> life. No. Um, and his, oh, and, and he's just like, we well, need to get to the Gola and prod him. And he says, and if I don't, you want to take it? Uh, yeah, we must get to the goal of prod him as I am instructed. And if I do not, we will seal the thunderbolt. <laughs> Thunder. Thunder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. All right, I just looked at the end, the last sentence of the next chapter, and it's so silly. That's why I was like, wait, you want me to say that out loud? Because I didn't realize I was... It was in the wrong chapter. The need for speed. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, anyway. So that was those two chapters. I have to say, I uh, enjoyed these chapters a lot. 
I like Dude Messiah. I do too. It's it, it it's good a stuff's happening. Little book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like everything is moving. And yeah. even when we get backstory and world building and all that stuff, it's it's moving a lot more. And I think you know, a lot of that mm-hmm. comes from the fact that this is all established. You know, yeah. we're presuming that you've read Dune and so you have some understanding of their universe and how it works and you don't have to worry about it like reiterating who the Fremen are or anything. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's so good. It it's good because Dune was so much of like internal monologue, like people thinking things that it's mm-hmm. really good to, just to see them like reacting because there's a lot more this like is... emotions are heightened and yeah, there's it, a lot more like yeah, reacting going on. It's simplistic, but I would say like Dune is a book about thinking and this is a book mm-hmm. about doing. Yeah. No, like, I would agree with that. This is a book about that. action. Yeah. And so they kind of love leave in it... Mwadib's name. Yeah. <laughs> I get what yeah. he meant by that, but I also like that he's just so pissed off that that's like he's even being brought into that. He's like, I mean, Do not I like stop seeing thinking Paul about me. Showing emotions of any kind, it's refreshing because he was so closed off, you know, in the mm-hmm. first book, and even through a lot of this book, he's been just sort of, you know, has his walls up, and they're still up, but you can see it's starting to get to him. I just like the idea that he's just raving at hate about you know, <laughs> these stupid people and everything they do. They're like, oh, Mwadib, Mwadib. And I'm just like, I have nothing to do with that. Right. No, thank you. It's like, well, why why am I part of this conversation? Unlike someone like Zeus, who'd be like, no, please bring me in to everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, what wow, you guys you... doing? What you guys doing? Stay tuned yeah. for more Zeus cast. <laughs> I feel like if you bring the name of Zeus into your lovemaking, he just shows up at your house and is like, what you you guys doing? I think you might be right. (laughs) Hello. You just feel a a presence in your bedroom and you're like, is that Zeus? Damn it, Zeus. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than Wadib. I'll give you that. (laughs) 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 He's just going to sit in the corner like Edward Cullen. Oh, oh gosh <laughs> that's when you have to like i don't know pray to chani to like come and take him by the ear and just be like sorry right. about this everyone i'm taking him home <laughs> oh well i uh patronize dionysus i worship him nightly <laughs> <laughs> well then you're good you're good yeah. to go oh that was so, fun all right i don't know what this yeah tornado is thunder is doing so yeah probably... so we'll wrap up quickly um guys you know where to find us by now we're on uh twitter at weirding pod instagram weirding pod you can find us on facebook all the places if you're new to this show we do have a patreon channel um where you can get content for as little as a dollar one dollar a month you got content three dollars a month you got episodes pretty good deal so mm-hmm. head on over to patreon.com slash weirding podcast we're over there and uh yeah we will see you guys back next time thanks so much everyone goodbye bye <laughs> <laughs>